What's going on, travelers? Welcome back to the 66th episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I'm your host, Dalton, and with me is Ran. And I hope today, too, shall be prosperous. Ooh. Mm. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me take a guess. Hmm. Prosperous. Was that Zhongli? It was Zhongli. Ooh. His, uh, his normal, like, joining the team voices are very generic, like, sure, a walk sounds nice. So I had to use his uh, good morning one. Oh. So we'll mix it up, but uh, no, it's a solid guess, man. Yes. All right. Well, these more, are all I think Pharaoh, Pharaoh probably would have gotten it if he was with us today. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, I hope you stump me one day. I will I will do my best. Should I do these in character voices or should I just recite the lines? See, I think like when you try to do the voice, it gives too much away. Okay. So like if you do it in just your own voice, I think that would be really good. Okay, we can try and guess who it's from then. I like that. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh how's your week been in Genshin? Uh, uh my Genshin week has been pretty good. Um I finished up on the uh, Valyrium Mirage, mm-hmm. so I did get that all wrapped up. Um, I've done the first two sets of trials in the new event that just came out. Okay. Um, other than that, man, uh, Hammer Out Weekly is grinding up my uh, through the battle pass and uh, still grinding artifacts and stuff. I think I've got Eula skills up to like uh, six, five, and like seven or something like that. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, but I mean, the, the grind never ends, so... And yep. I've got, I've got three out of five of her artifacts. I think the way that I want them. But you know me, I'm super picky. Um, oh yeah. So 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 we we keep trying. Yep. Uh, I've what been, about like, you, man? I've been doing kind of the same thing. I've been trying to. I've been doing trying to do a couple things. Like I've been trying to finalize some characters that were like half built. Mm-hmm. And I've been also trying to clean up my inventory, before Fontaine. Like yeah. Um find artifacts that are actually pretty good on some characters and even like level them up halfway Mm -hmm. so like eula even though i'm not really using eula right now um i found like a i went through some of my artifacts and i saw a physical uh damage goblet that was pretty good so i leveled it up like halfway got rid of some like grays and blue artifacts Mm -hmm. as fodder yeah and then like leveled it up and if it was acceptable i was like okay i'll keep it and then i lock it and just have it equipped on her that way it's like there and like that artifact now has a home yeah uh so just trying to clean up my inventory that way i was like r5ing a bunch of one of each weapon at least and then deleting a ton of like the um the other ones Mm -hmm. like i had a million slingshots right and i already have this is a bad example but i because i already have an r5 for slingshot for uh tignari yeah and um so i like would r5 a slingshot and then just delete the rest i mean Uh, that's that's what i do yeah and it just saves you like so much space which like isn't really that big of a deal until you max out and then like you can't even do like a 10 pull okay because you're just gonna get more weapons obviously Yeah. yeah it's weapons all the time so it's that and then like achievements there's like 800 blossom of uh, leyline achievements. You, you see that one? Yeah. Oh, it's like the. I feel like that one's worse than the fishing event because you the if you do a condensed run of the mm-hmm. leylines, it still only counts one time. Well, the thing is, like, it's not the number of blossoms; it's the number of drops that you claim from them. So if you go and you claim, you know, five adventurer's experience and like seven whatever intermediate experience i think that counts as like a like 12 see i thought that it didn't because i i think i tried that and it only went up by one and i used the condensed what did you use it on did you use it on mora or for the experience i think the experience mm, i'll have to go take a look because i'm pretty sure it's dropped because i don't do the ley lines like almost ever Unless there's like the double drop event going on, mm-hmm. or if I'm really desperate to level up a kill, like I hit a crap load ton of them for Eula, um, but I just got like the I think either the first or the second of those of those drops, so I'm pretty sure it has to be 
the number of rewards that you claim, but I'll have to look into it. Mm. So there's that one. There's that one, and then there's the catch, like, 100 animals or whatever with the net. I'm, like, 16 away from, from like, finishing that, and I I just keep forgetting about it. Yeah, I, like, hardcore went to that lady once a week to claim my five for the week. Five nets. <laughs> I've got like thirty nets in my bag, and I told myself that I would I would do the achievement once I got enough nets mm-hmm. to complete it, and then I got the nets, stopped buying them, but I still haven't done it. Yeah, yeah. Like like I said, I keep thinking I got to do this, but I just keep forgetting about it. Yeah, oh, like right now, I'm just trying. Basically, I'm just trying to play cleanup before Fontaine. Yeah, well, this is. I mean, with the Valerian Mirage, as fast as we knock that out, this is like perfect time to just. You know, take your time, just get caught up, so that yeah. way when when Fontaine comes out, that will you know we'll pretty much be ready to to jump in and rock it. Yep. Uh, what about outside again, man? I know you've been busy. Oh man, <laughs> California is so nice. Like, I think it was my second day there, and I was already like sending my wife screenshots of like the difference in living costs to California, oh, my. Pennsylvania. Oh my god, dude! I've I've seen it, and there's no I can't I don't understand how people can afford to live out there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I I know like you can you can save money in some areas, but in in most aspects of like the cost of living, it's a lot higher. Yeah. No, I've um, I've seen like like I bought like my like my home like I bought my this townhome. It's like an eighteen hundred square foot, it's a three story townhome garage i got a gym game room living room kitchen three bedrooms two and a half bath and i paid before the housing market went crazy i paid like 215 for it yeah and i don't think you could find anything for 215 not a chance in hell yeah no and so i'm just like man i just i I don't i don't get it man they got to be making crazy money there's gotta be something to balance out yeah so i mean like California was crazy. I'm like I haven't stopped. I feel like I haven't stopped moving. Like I oh, like sure. I, I just told you. I just went, came in the door at like nine forty five mm-hmm. from being out all day in the sun, and now I'm in the closet recording a podcast. <laughs> and all I want to do is go to bed. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I said after the had going on, you've got to be just completely worn out. Oh yeah. What about you outside of Genshin? Oh man, not really a whole lot to be quite honest, man. Just kind of grinding through it. Been playing a lot of other games, uh, keeping up on my Nikkei stuff. Nice. Um, been playing a, been playing a crap load of Street Fighter Six. I broke into gold level four. Which, I saw that. Congrats. Yeah, I mean that basically just means I'm hilarious, medi- hilariously mediocre at the game. Uh huh. What's like the next rank, like diamond or something? Yeah, I think it's like it's like iron, bronze, silver, gold, diamond, platinum, master, or something like that. Oh, nice. So, so you're getting I, there. Yeah, I, I'm very much casual mid-tier, but it, it's it's fun. I'm having a lot of fun with the game. That's awesome. Yeah, I've been trying to um, figure out games to play, because now that I dropped Star Rail and another mobile game I was playing, now, like, the world is my oyster. Like, I've been replaying games on my Switch. I, I'm still trying to finish Tears of the Kingdom, and I'm like just that's like a slow burn for me yeah but now i want i don't know why but now i want like a shooter okay. so i was looking at hunt showdown i don't know if you, you know anything about it i do not so hunt showdown is like a it's like a thriller extraction shooter okay so you it looks like you're in like louisiana kind of like the oh. like a swamp in louisiana home sweet home for me (laughs) and and so like you there's like a bunch of like broken down like wooden buildings and i'm I'm not selling anybody who wants to travel to louisiana no that sounds about right um but yeah like very boggy and (laughs) uh basically you are a hunter and you need to hunt down this like monster it's either like I think the one in the tutorial is like a spider. It's like a big it's ass like, spider. It's like Southern American Gothic, like cryptid hunting or something. A k- kinda, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that sounds kind of cool, actually. I, I, I'm down. 
So you like hunt down this like beast basically, and I mm-hmm. think they're like different. Like there's some that are like zombies and stuff. Like the monsters are all different. Sure. And um, you're trying to hunt them down with your friends, but at the same time, there's other people trying to hunt down this same monster and banish it. But okay. it's PvP as well. Oh, so like you're competing to kill the monster, but you're also fighting other hunters. Yes, and when you when you banish a monster, you you do need to extract. Okay, so you so got to like, you got to take care of, them, and then you got to bail out. Yeah. So I played this game when it was in alpha and in beta, and mm-hmm. I like I loved it. It was such a fun game to play. Yeah. Um, and then I never I don't know why, but I never picked it up. Probably because I was playing like some other uh some other title i don't know honestly i think it was probably breath of the wild now that i'm thinking about it but but yeah the game's fun so i've been thinking about picking that up and that's like 40 bucks on steam i was gonna pick up diablo 4 oh that game's so good dude i want it mm-hmm. but it, i don't know it's like i know seasons just came out they just made a bunch of changes it's it's gonna be one of those things where you're gonna you're really gonna want to dedicate yourself to because it's a lot of progression and leveling and weapons and gear yeah. grinding. And it's stuff like, like another that. MMO kind of. It's, it's exactly what it is, and I think that if you're looking for something casual, that might not be your jam. Yeah, it's just a lot, mm-hmm. and I, I I will say I like how their seasons are kind of like made up now because. I know you like when a new season starts you level you start fresh with a brand new character and then you level up that character and you get as far as you can in the season and then when the season's over that character gets moved to the permanent server oh and then the second season starts and then you start leveling a brand new character that's i haven't seen how that works but i mean that sounds interesting it it works for me because yeah. i get bored of playing like the same class okay but there's only like five classes. Yeah. Well, they they they'll probably add more later on. They sometimes they add things like DLC or an expansion packs and crap like that. So mm, okay. That's like uh, in Diablo. Was it Diablo three? I think they had it, and then they added what was it? I think they added like the assassin or something to it, or the oh no mm. the, the, the the demon hunter. Oh okay. They added the demon hunter class to it, and. Uh, and I think like in was it Diablo three? I think they brought back the Necromancer or something as a DLC, or the Witch Doctor or something, something like that. I can't remember. But no, they, they tend to add things on later on. So that way, kind of mix it up because people, you know, like, like you said, they get tired of playing the exact same thing over and over again. Yeah, for me, it's just the price point. Like seventy bucks is steep for a game that like for a t- for like a uh, an IP that I know very little about and have spent very little time with. Mm-hmm. If I it was like Fallout or something, I'd probably like jump right on it. But I will say, if you ever had the chance to dive into old Diablo lore, that is really great. Like the old art, the story, the amount of writing and stuff that, like, when Blizzard seemed to really care about their properties, they did a really good job back then. Mm-hmm. Um, like I used to love the stories and stuff in Diablo and all the myth and the lore and the Haradrim and things like that. So it's it's worth getting into if you feel like you can really get invested into it. Um, Seventy dollars is really steep. But if you were really finding something that you wanted to dedicate yourself into, I think it would be worth it. Yeah, I might come back to it, honestly. Yeah. Uh, especially with Fontaine coming out. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, as, uh, if we're getting ready for a really big expansion, so with the new Fontaine area, I wouldn't look into getting anything that I would want to fully dedicate myself to. Right. Uh, maybe something a little more uh, more laid back, something you can kind of pick up, play around for a little bit, and then put down. Yeah. All right, well, this is a Genshin Impact podcast. It is, it is. We should probably uh, bring that back. <laughs> we don't have a review reading this week. Uh, I I think we're just going to end up pulling the trigger and uh, doing the the very long, three-paragraph-long review that we've been kind of saving up for the next time we have Pharaoh. <laughs> okay. So we're just going to have to wing it, and I yeah. think it'll be funny that way. Um but yeah, that that does need to get done. But if you want to, you can leave us a review on <laughs> Apple Podcasts, um, and you can like leave a whatever star review, one star, five star, whichever you feel is fair. 
And if you leave like a description, you can uh, leave us a little blurb. Tell us what you like about the show. And we will read it in a character's voice of your choosing. Um, you can't do that on Spotify, even though we do appreciate reviews on Spotify. Spotify doesn't allow you to leave like a detailed review. It only lets you rate stars. Yeah, that but, sucks. Yeah. But the um, five star I said, they really do help. And I mean, we obviously want to hear like what your honest opinions are. If you're going to rate, if you think that it's a four star show, you know, don't give us a five. It'll be honest with you. It's how we know how we can improve and, yeah. and get better. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, at HoyoCast on Twitter. We're also on Twitch. Ran is at that Ran Man. I am at, at HoyoCast. So if you guys want to catch streams when you're not listening to the podcast, that's where you guys can watch our streams. I was surprised that you were still going live even when you were out of state. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I kept forgetting. Like, I would start at 7 o'clock and be like, oh, wow, I'm streaming early. Mm-hmm. But in reality, if I was back at home, I would. With the time difference, yeah. Yeah, it would have been like 10 o'clock. And I was just, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> uh, we're also on Discord, discord.me forward slash the residence. Our whole community's there. It's a great time. If you haven't joined, I don't know what you're waiting for. Do it now. Pull over and join the Discord and then continue on your commute or something. Yeah, we've had kind of an influx of some new people here lately, and everybody's been really chill. So I've been really happy that we haven't had anybody like, toxic or crazy or anything come in. Yeah, no. Just Pharaoh. <laughs> no, Pharaoh's Pharaoh. Just we still kidding. love Pharaoh. We do. Okay. On to the news, which honestly, we only have two pieces. One of them's a little bit longer. Um,. I think we are going to get Rand's thoughts on the Valeria Mirage event in the second half of the show because he just finished that recently. And then, um, yeah, we won't have much of a discussion for the second half, which is fine because um, it's late and I'm tired. So (laughs) Um, we'll have plenty to talk about in the coming weeks or so. so. Oh, yeah. Um, First up. The special Shangling One Plus Eleven Genshin Impact crossover custom gift box. So this includes a phone, some character stands. Um, this box looks great. It looks not like your regular phone box. This is like a decorative. It's like a full, like almost like fold out chest. Almost it looks like. Yeah. So this is by OnePlus. It's the 11 5G. Uh, they did a collaboration with Genshin. The phone has nothing to do with Genshin, by the mm-hmm. way. It's just in like a Genshin Impact box that's uh, Shangling and Goba themed. I think it comes with like that. I think it comes preloaded with that live 2D wallpaper. I'm assuming. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes maybe sense. maybe that's like the only way you can get that. It's a special edition thing that comes with the phone. Yeah. So I feel like OnePlus is definitely something that's more prevalent in like in um in the East, right? I, I do not know what OnePlus is. Yeah. That well that's I mean... what I'm saying. I think <laughs> I think I'm OnePlus sorry. is like which which I thought it would still kind of be like Samsung cuz Samsung's like a like a Japanese company, but I think yeah. maybe OnePlus It's a Plus... Korean company, sir. Is it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking Sony. Yeah, the like, Sony, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess maybe OnePlus is the is like a Chinese company, I would think. Uh, I have no idea. It's worth a Google. It, it may be worth a Google. Um, you can view details on this, oneplus.com forward slash US forward slash event forward slash Genshin, if you guys want to check that out. They did like a nice like animated uh uh video with this. That was a cute little video. I did I did it's like that. It's cute but super jarring to see Shangling holding a, a smartphone. <laughs> I like everything's like very like kind of basic and kind of cartoony looking and stuff and then she holds it this super detailed like superimposed like cell phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like this is weird. I'll say the animation is really good. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a cute it's, it's worth a watch. It's only like 2 minutes long. Um, yeah, Goba looks super cute in it. It's cool. Like, I think if you like Genshin and you're in the market for a phone, uh, and a OnePlus specifically, I think this is, like, an easy pick. Yeah. 
And I did look at I mean, yeah, OnePlus is a Chinese phone brand, but apparently you can get them here in the U.S. if you have T-Mobile. Oh, I have T-Mobile. Well, there you go, man. Go get yourself a Chinese OnePlus. What are you waiting I for? I probably won't because <laughs> I enjoy not paying for a phone anymore. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So, like, I will have my iPhone. I don't even know what this is. iPhone 12. Oh, see, I like, had an iPhone 11 for the long. I just recently updated, like, just, like, the other week. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it turns out that, like, AT&T has, like, a 25% military discount that I did not know about, and they decided not to tell me about. Mm. So, like, why, yes, we will happily take, like, $40 off of your phone bill. Would you like to upgrade your phone? I'm like, yes. So, so now I went up there. Yeah, so with that discount, it chopped my bill down, and I put a new phone with the monthly payment thing on it, and I'm still saving, like, almost $30 a month. Dang. Yeah, what it's kind of nuts. Dude, I was so mad, but also very happy at the same time. It was kind of weird. Well, hey, saving 30 bucks a month, that's huge. It goes a long yeah. way. Oh, dude, you have no idea. All right, Secret Summer Paradise. We have version 3.8 events preview. This is for phase two of 3.8. Um, we're going to dive right into this. We knew that we were getting Kokomi and Wander in the second half of 3.8, but we did not know the four stars that were being released. We kind of assumed that Farozan was going to be on these two banners just because Farozan is like a direct support for the Wanderer. Mm-hmm. Um, lo and behold, Farozan is one of those characters. The other two four stars are Rosaria and Yanfei. I'm kind of glad to see Rosaria on here. She says, I don't feel like she pops up very often. No, and I think it works really well when you bring in a character like Rosaria that is actually super helpful with the current banner like eula yeah i hear she's really good with eula which is weird because i have a c6 rosaria so i gotta figure how that works yeah i don't know i have that again another character that i've probably leveled to 20 and never touched again (laughs) she's a lot of fun (laughs) it's getting to the point where like if I, i was looking at eula teams and it was like well you can use rosaria or mika and i'm like well now i have two cryo supports i'm not gonna use them both I from what I hear, oddly enough, like Mika's supposed to be like Eula's like dedicated support, right? Yeah. But people are like doing like their theory crafting and crap like that, and apparently having Rosaria as support somehow outperforms him. No way. Really? Yeah. Oh, probably in terms of damage. Yeah, yeah, that's what I like mean. Like her just own term- personal damage. Yeah, like it's just it's just raw but like he like he'll like buff Eula herself, but as far as like overall damage, apparently Rosaria is better in the setup. Interesting. Yeah. So, do you plan on pulling on either of these banners? I really, really need a Kokomi. Um, I'm only at like 15 pity after I got Eula, though. Yeah. Um, and so, which means it's basically going to come down to my 50 50, which I'll probably lose to Tenari for the fourth or fifth time. Sure. Um, that's usually but how would, it goes. Yeah. I would love to get a Kokomi. Um, I have like a C4 Farzan. I've got a C6 uh, Yanfei and a C6 Rosaria. Um, mm. so, I mean, those were free pulls, so I do manage to pull them, so that can keep me going for a little bit. Yeah. Um, t- to anyone else that's pulling, if you don't have C6 Yanfei, you do want her, because she is absolutely busted when she's fully Constellationed out. Interesting. She's, she's just crazy fun to play, anyway. If so, no like, Wanderer for you, then? No, I, I don't care for Hat Guy that much, if I'm completely honest. I think he looks really cool as far as if I want to fight World Exploration, because I've seen, you know, just the stupid things you can do with them to make things really easy yeah um but at, i have always thought he was just kind of an obnoxious little brat and i get that's his charm that's a lot of people like but it just doesn't do anything for me yeah i get what you're saying so we have the weapon event banner as well uh everlasting moon glow which would be kokomi's best in slot five star weapon it's and not well i know but it's her signature weapon it is her signature weapon yeah that's what I meant to say. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> and then we have Tuli Tula's Remembrance, which is most definitely the Wanderer's signature best-in-slot five-star weapon. If you have Lost Prayer of the Sacred Winds, I believe it is, that works too. That's the one that I have. Works great. Okay. We have the four-star rate-up weapons that will be uh, alongside of these five stars that I just mentioned. We have Wine and Song, which is the Catalyst. As well as the Lion's Roar Sword. 
the Bell Claymore, Dragon's Bane, Polearm, and Favonius Warbow, which obviously is the bow. Um, that will receive a huge drop rate boost. I'm assuming you're not going for this with Fontaine right around the corner. Uh, no, no. I'm going to have to just even have a chance at Kokomi. I'm going to throw everything at her banner. Right. Um, so it's actually a sweet mercy that like her actual best and what her actual best in slot weapon is like throwing tails at the dragon slayers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, thank God for that. Um, and these weapons, the just the fact that Dragon's Bane and Lion's Roar on there, I pull those all the time anyway. That just seeing them on the banner <laughs> makes me nauseous. Yeah, I know exactly. I know the exact feeling. So I'm just like, man, like I'll take another wine and song or sure, but man, if I get more dragons, mains, and lions roars, I'm just like, oh, please no. Yeah, I hear that. So no, no, we'll, we'll throw everything at Kokomi. If I get Kokomi, I'll be good. Good, good deal. We have a few events coming out, but like Pharaoh would probably preach right now is that they're literally just gearing up for a huge release which is fontaine so yep yeah this is definitely padding the time yep we have perilous expedition this is going to go from the 27th of july all the way to the 7th of august during the event complete combat challenges by selecting the appropriate characters and activating various buff effects to obtain rewards such as prima gems heroes wit Weapon Ascension Materials, and I see Mystic Enhancement Ore on there as well. So um, you do need to complete the Archon Quest, Song of the Dragon and Freedom, and be above uh, Adventure Rank 19. Yeah. I love how everything's like, finish Archon Quest, Song of Dragon and Freedom. Like, it's literally like, start the game. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. We also have Shared Sight, which is an animal-seeking challenge. This will go from the 3rd of August and run until the 14th of August. During the event, complete the stage object- uh, uh, blah, 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 objectives by finding and retrieving all the small animals using the inscribed mirror to obtain rewards such as Prima Gems, Heroes Wit, and Weapon Ascension Materials. Adventuring 20 or above to be eligible for this event. So I'm kind of cool. Like we had events like this where we ran out with the camera, had to take pictures of like tigers and then crocolis and things like that. I really liked that one, honestly. Yeah, no, that was cute and fun. Um, I will say there was one, there was a world quest where you had to like, this guy was like poaching birds or something in Sumeru. Oh, I hated that quest. Yeah, because you had to like go and you had to be, if you scared the birds off, you literally could not finish it until the next day. Or Or if it was raining, then tough luck, come back later. Yeah, you had to like heart. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. You had to wait for the next like daily reset. Oh my god, it sucked. First of all, I got on my second time because they're pro- I started off on. I was like, I think I'll check the guide on this, and people were like, broke it down. They're like, you do not want to screw this up. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, no. I re- I remember also looking it up. I think I couldn't even find out like how to do it. Yeah. Like where to even pick up the quest, and that's when I saw how big of a pain it was. Um. We have Overflowing Mastery, so double drops with talent level up materials. Those will start on the 7th of August, go for the seven-day period that it usually is, so it'll end on the 14th uh, at 3.59, so it's like a minute before server reset time. This is great. I love these ones that they do for talent level up materials. They need to do this for artifacts. Oh, yeah, right. They did. I mean, I... resin gets you... (laughs) A condensed version of artifacts. It's like not I mean, hard. I, I completely agree, but uh, that kind of strips away the end game, man. No way. You gotta think, give you something to do. Uh, you think seven days of getting double drops is gonna like break your account and make it like so you don't have to ever farm artifacts again? Yeah, right. <laughs> It'll break the way I manage my time because that's all I'll be doing. <laughs> true. True. Uh, during this event, successfully challenged talent level up materials domains such as Forsaken Rift, Taishan Mansion, Violet Court, Steeple of Ignorance, and you can consume original resin to double your rewards, and you can do this three times a day. Um, no special eligibility needed. As long as you have um, the talent level up material domain unlocked, you can do this. And last but not least, we have a new addition to the Hangout Events series. Uh, I believe that's 11. This is Kaya's Hangout. Travelers who reach the required adventure rank, uh, that would be 35 or above, and complete their prerequisite quests, 
which would be um, Archon Quest Chapter 3, Kari Bear, and Complete Kaya Story Quest, uh, which is Chapter, Act 1, Secret Pirate Treasure. Uh, if you do all that stuff, make sure you are adventuring 35 or above and you complete that Archon Quest, then you can do Kaya's Hangout. So um, the the thing, like, I, when Kaya got his Hangout, I'm like, okay, cool, we're going to get Kaya's Hangout. And I thought it was going to be just like the other Hangouts. Oh, we're just going to go and kind of do this little goofy side quest thing and get yeah. to know the character a little bit. The thing that I like about this and that has me a little more interested in it is that you have to complete Chapter 3, Act 6, Kari Bear. Yes. Which is a very lore-heavy oh, yeah. chapter when it comes to things like Conria. Right. So I'm hoping that because that is a prerequisite, that they want you to be familiar with that aspect of the background before we do Kai's Hangout. So I'm hoping that Kai's Hangout is going to reflect on that a whole lot, and maybe we'll learn a little bit more as far as like a lore deep dive. So, so. even before seeing like putting that info together mm-hmm. do you see where he's at in the pictures i do yeah he's in sumeru so you can almost guarantee that's gonna be what it's about yeah so i'm, I'm actually the more i the more i've seen of it the more excited i am for yeah for his hangout and i know i know you're like a super huge kaya fan um oh, the, oh, the biggest <laughs> hey man i will say i never was really big on kaya but i will say something um in Valeria Mirage, when the brothers are fighting and Klee almost cries, and Kaya Prima says, You three, come here. <laughs> he just basically gives them like a reprimanded. Full, oh my god. He's like, You do not make Klee cry. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, get on Kaya. So I, I really... dislike Kaya in <laughs> almost every single aspect, except for when he's outside of Mondstadt. Okay, so you think he shines when he's, like, outside of his element, more or less? Yeah, I think he's just, like, an overbearing, like, jerk when he's in Mondstadt. And yeah, I just I don't like his vibe. But then, like, everything else is okay. I mean, I will say that his new outfit is, is pretty rad. I love his new costume. His his new outfit is makes me want to build him. It's, so. it's super good. I'm yeah. so glad that we were getting it for free. It's really good. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to get Rand's thoughts on the Valerian Mirage really quick, and then we are going to run through question of the week. Woohoo! back from our break i already kind of spoiled you last week with valerian mirage but how how did the last kind of chapter go like how did you enjoy it how did you like it being wrapped up were you surprised how do you feel um i can't say i was surprised i did like kind of like the way that it planned out i liked a lot of the the cinematics how we see you know the entire like the world and everything that's going inside inside the bottle inside the mirage Mm-hmm. Um, it, it panned out pretty much as how I thought it would. Right. Um, uh, I appreciate that when um, Adia when she went into her um, uh, ocean form, that she's like, "Oh, I'm super embarrassed. I don't want you to see me like this." And I mean, like everybody, like you, everybody included, was just kind of like, "Oh no, you look great. This is awesome. You should just stay like this all the time." Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was like, "Okay, well, that's cool." Um. I did like the idea that the people inside the Mirage weren't actually the people. They were, like, fragments of, like, memories of the people that had been there before. You said you didn't like that, or you did, I did. like that? I did okay. like that. Yeah, yeah. I did. That's like, uh, you mean, like, this one girl who, like, was, like, an adventurer. And then you talk to her, it's like, yeah, and I, you know, like, you know, I wish that I was out there, you know, still on no adventures. Or I guess I should say that the person who I'm a fragment of, I hope that she's doing well and having in her ventures and doing, you know, the things that she wants to do and that she's happy. Right. And I thought that was a really cool kind of aspect of it is like the 
that they were just like fragments of like these other people that really did exist and went off to go do other things that they had been left behind. It's like part of like a memory. Right. So I thought that was really kind of cool. Um, I said the the whole wrap up, like leaving and then like you like left like the time capsule thing. I was like, well, that's, I mean, that's okay. Sure. Whatever. Um, it was, it was okay. Uh, like I said, I had a lot of fun with the event. Um, my my only thing was that, like I said, in terms of just lore and deep dives and character backgrounds, it really was just a big nothing burger. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, I, I just wish there had been more because it's like, like you like you said before, it's like Kale and Kokomi. It's like when they came back, it's like, why are you even really here? Right, exactly. You know, you're just kind of you just kind of showed up. It's like you didn't really <laughs> do anything. Yeah, no, they didn't. Um, <clears throat> I mean, they. I mean, Kokomi kind of, like, helped Adia kind of open up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kali didn't really do a whole lot. Eula went and found her cousin, who actually ended up, for for someone from the Lawrence clan, her cousin ended up being not a just complete douche nozzle. Like, he turned out being okay <laughs> at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, everybody from, like, the manga and the people you run into in Monster, like, everybody from the Lawrence clan sucks. Yeah, pretty much. So it was yeah. kind of nice, like, this guy's, like, not completely lost. Like, he's got a chance to be an okay dude. Um, yeah, I thought he was, like, I felt like I didn't have to try to tolerate him. You didn't have to justify, like, why sh- why should I care about this guy? Right, yeah. But, yeah, but it's like, at the end of it, we saw how Kai and Klee got their outfits, which was kind of underwhelming. Um, I did like the, 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 like the storytelling aspect of it, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of like, oh, we're doing a stage thing and, and here I happen to have, I mean, good at sewing and made some things. So here's some costumes. And it's like, I mean, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so I, the, the big thing that I feel on, I feel like that, and I said this the last episode too, is that Samara was so lore heavy, like all of the time. I mean, between the R and R quest, the Archon quest, the the side quest with like a Golden Slumber, um, and then when we followed it up with uh, following Jet again in the Desert Expansion, like there's just been a lot of heavy writing in Sumeru, like a lot. And I feel like that this is just them just taking a breath of fresh air and being like, <gasps> we're tired, right. That's <laughs> like I, I kind of get it. It's just like I wish they hadn't done it like during something like, like we saw like you know, had Golden Apple where we had like the super deep background histories in official and Mona and Kazaha and Jinyan. And I kind of wish that we had gotten more of that for Eula and Kale and them. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I I feel like that's where they're coming from, and I kind of get it, and I want to respect it. Um. But I am glad that to balance it out that I did have I, I will say I had a lot more fun with the with this event than I did with Golden Apple. So I mean with with Choo Choo Cart, Finch Pucks, um and everything else, I I the the games and stuff in this was a lot of fun. And this the setting was quirky and goofy and silly. And it, it worked out well enough. Sweet deal. So yeah, that, I mean that's pretty much my take on it. Lots of fun, more fun than Golden Apple. Not as good on lore and background as Golden Apple. So it's kind of the trade-off there, I think. And I posted that on uh, Hoyo Lab, actually, and it like, blew up. It's got like 300-something likes. I'm like, okay, I guess a lot of people agree. Did it really? Wow, that's interesting. Well, people are like, oh, well, here's like here's like 2.8, 3.8, and, you know, how do you think they compare? And I pretty much said things like 3.8 had complex puzzles but better lore. 2.8 has not complex puzzles and almost no lore. So it's just the balance off, and yeah, people yeah. kind of gravitated towards it. Like, okay, well, I'm glad I'm not the only one that feels this way. So if you had to choose another Valerian Mirage or a Golden Apple, which one would you pick for the next Golden one? Apple. Okay. I, I will deal with more complex mechanics um, because Golden Apple is not hard. Um, but like things like Kazuha's Islands and Zinian's Music Thing, they were tedious, but they weren't hard. Right. But it's worth doing because the payoff was so much better. I agree. Yeah. I mean, running in Mona's world, seeing the stars and the constellations was fantastic. Going into Fischl's fantasy, like, 
like inside her mind and her psyche and seeing her fantasy drop down and seeing like her other half in there that was great i loved it i loved seeing kazaha with like the with the old time like japanese kind of movie thing where you're running through like the screen doors and stuff right i mean that that looked awesome um so yeah it is more complex it is more difficult it takes a little more dedication to get through but you get so much more out of it and that's a more enriching experience hmm. um Valerian Mirage was very casual. It was very fun. It was light, but I, it's, it's like the difference between like a candy bar and eating a meal. I guess it's like yeah, I had the candy bar. Yeah, it was sweet. I enjoyed it, but it didn't really do anything for me. I'm still hungry. Uh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Well, we'll see what they want to do next time. Who knows? They might do something completely different now that we're in Fontaine. I hope so. I hope that since they they swung the pendulum from one from one extreme to the other that they will find kind of a middle ground there yeah okay we have question of the week i believe this question is by oh boy i believe this is by sunny okay in our question of the week channel sunny asks, do any of you remember what your first co-op experience was like or do you have any memorable co-op experiences to share I only just now built up the confidence to give it a shot myself, thanks to your community. And I had a really nice experience with a rando who helped me learn how to take on the Dendro Cube effectively. Uh, to start with, I just want to say I love that how like our community helped uh, help Sunny build up the confidence to do the co-op. Heck yeah! That that that, that just that just makes me happy. That makes me feel good. So I'm glad that worked out for you, Sunny. Um. Well, do you want to go first? Do you have any memorable experiences from co-op? Actually, yeah, I do. Oh, so, that was quick. Yeah. Um, so I had issues when it came to going to other people's worlds in co-op mm-hmm. um, because well, I didn't really know a whole lot about Genshin, so I didn't really consider myself a good Genshin Impact player. Okay. And I was always afraid of going into someone's world and messing up and then getting kicked out and then feeling like crap. Very similar to how you would, like, go into a raid in World of Warcraft and, like, perform terribly. Yeah. Because you just don't know really what's going on. And then mm-hmm. you would get kicked out and then you'd be like, oh, man, that was a bad experience. Yeah, it's like, oh, what are you doing? It's like, just get out of here. You, you're, you're bringing down the team. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, now, looking back at it, it's really funny because, man this game is nowhere compared to a wow raid <laughs> no this game is so casual i had I'm, nothing to be afraid of i mean i've got stories about a wow raid but oh i know yeah oh so uh i was just like super nervous and honestly i shied away from even doing co-op like i would wait a couple days to finish building a character and i wouldn't even join co-op um so there's that for the most part mm-hmm now, memorable experiences where, like, dude, I have so many. I think the one that sticks out to me was I was in Mondstadt. I was ready to log off for the day. Yeah. It's generally, like, where I usually log off because when I log in, I, like, I dump all my resin into condense of that crafting table. I go right to the Adventurers Guild, like, all that stuff. Yeah, you go through the motions. Yep. And um, someone wanted to join my world. Mm-hmm. And they only had Venti on their team. Okay. And they were like, can I play a song for you? Oh. And I was like, "Uh, sure. Yeah, like, go for it. Oh, that's awesome. And they did. They they played, like, three songs, actually. Very well, I may add. What? With, with the harp or whatever he plays with. I forget what the... The lyre? Yeah, the liar. Yeah, he, th- this person legitimately played me three songs on the liar, and they were amazing. So you had a Venti join your world, pull out their liar item, and actually play you a song. I sat in front of the restaurant in Mondstadt at a table, mm-hmm. and they stood next to me, and the whole time they were playing for me, I just took screenshots. That's amazing. And I just, they played three songs for me, so they were probably in my world for about, like, eight minutes, and then they yeah. just left and went to another world to play more music for somebody. Oh, please tell me you sent a friend request to this person, because that's just great. I don't know if I did or not. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna say no. 
What? Oh, missed opportunity. Yeah. This was a while ago, but yeah, I mean, like, that was, like, one of the most memorable experiences I've ever had in Genshin. It was just, like, such, like, a nice thing to do. Like, you don't get rewards for that. You don't get anything for that. You just but came just into a... someone's world and, and basically showed off, which is cool. Like, it was really awesome. But, um, I mean, it brightened your day, didn't it? Heck, yeah. And it yeah. kept me, I was about to log in, log off, and I just kind of stood there and sat there and listened to the music that they were playing. It was great. Oh, that's no. That's I wish I could have something like that happen. That's fantastic. <laughs> what about you? Oh man, I see. I have. I don't really do a whole lot. Of the whole I just join people's worlds at random. I get a lot of requests for it. Um, but I mean, every single week when I do my weekly bosses, I do co-op. Uh huh. Um, I go in there. I just hit it, match up with just some random, and people are usually really chill about it. Um, you just go into you knock out bosses, melt in like a minute. Right. Um, so it's like really super easy, you know, mechanics aside. And you go in there, popped up. Hey, good job, everybody. Thanks for coming. Um, and then, then, then you split. Um, I will say one of the most frustrating ones I got into, and and you get this sometimes, but I had one where we had a squad and we were going into to fight the, the new Apep boss. Like It was like a week after he came out. Uh-huh. And for the love of God, they could not understand how the bubble worked. Oh, it's like it's one just, of the easiest mechanics ever. Yeah, I'm like, it's just the most common ray mechanic. Just get in the bubble. Please just stand in the bubble. And I swear to God, three times they got completely nuked out. I think the last time it came down to like a Nahida and then like my Kuki. And we ended up having Genius. to take down like, we had to, yeah, we had to end up taking down like the last half of like the Apep boss just with the two of us. Oh, God. And I'm just like, Nahida, just, just stand on me. So you just keep getting healed and we just whittled this thing down. It was such a slog. Hey, at least you guys got it done. Oh, my God. It was so rough. Uh, but I always like going in there, especially when I was running my Kuki. People, people tend to appreciate the, the heals and stuff that she does. Um, so anytime I get positive feedback, people are like, oh, hey, great heals, or thanks for doing that, then it always makes me feel pretty good. Yeah, um, for sure. But, I, but I've never had any issues as far as, like, anybody being negative or toxic or anything like that in the, in the co-op, like, ever. I mean, a lot of people have, like, anxiety of, like, dealing with, like, social interaction. But right. But when it comes to, like, it's literally just join up, do a boss fight, people say GG's, and then you leave. Yeah, and it's his most casual, laid back thing ever. So get in there, hammer it out, knock it, knock it out, and you're done. And then people are real, real cool and easy. Yeah, I think it's it super worth it to even just try to go in. Yeah, um, I used to do it for domains, um, but once you have your own characters and teams built up enough, you kind of don't have to. Yeah, that's like I remember I used to do pale flame. I used to have to do a Randall's just because I wasn't geared up. I didn't have my characters leveled. But now that I have like my full blown Ito team with Goro, Jongling, and Kuki all at ninety, I mean I go in there and just beat the crap out of those two things in like twenty five seconds and I'm done. So I just do it by myself now. Yeah. Um, but now weekly bosses, if I can recommend anybody, do your three weeklies, uh, your three weekly bosses for your uh, for your battle pass points. Um, I mean, do it. It's super easy. People are really chill, and yeah, yeah. There's nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. No. I I would say. Especially if you like have a character that you're building, mm-hmm. or you're even just trying to learn mechanics, it's way, it's so helpful to just go in in co-op and even just like watch honestly like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, and sometimes if you get like the right team comp, like you'll see, you can see like what characters other people are bringing. You can kind of adjust who you're bringing with as well. And then sometimes you just get teams where like, oh, you're bringing this character, I'm gonna bring this, and it just synergizes. Yep. Like, we had one, it was, like, my Dea and Ayato and Alhatham and a Nahida. Oh, boy. And, I mean, we, I mean, we melted Apep. Like, That's awesome. Like, oh, here's the second phase. Here's all the ads. And they're dead. Yep. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is fantastic. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So, no, uh, yeah, weekly bosses, definitely go in there, do it. Um, you can also learn some things, like you said, see what other people do, see what team comps work out sometimes. Not very often, but every now and then you get lucky. I also saw like someone in our Discord uh, let someone join their world, and then they found like two chests that they never did or found, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Hey, you have a chest here." It's like super helpful. Like you never know what you what you miss I... or like what the person's gonna find for you, and yeah. Oh yeah, and you can go and you can do like the um, 
outside the One Domain Sumero, there's some jumpy mushrooms you can do together for an achievement. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can go to the Heart-Shaped Rock for an achievement. That's outside uh, Liyue. Yep. yep. Um, is there one in Mondstadt? I don't think there is. I don't think so. Hmm. I know that the Penis Rock's in Mondstadt somewhere, I think. Oh, yeah. Yep. But, but you don't yep. get an achievement for that one. No, no. No, it's just something you get to share with Missed somebody. opportunity, like, Oyoverse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. guys want to, you can leave a question for us to read on the show in our Question of the Week channel in our Discord. So just another perk of joining our Discord and our lovely community there. Good question, though. Yeah, that's that's, that's fun. I'm, I'm, I hope that they do more with co-op in the future. I don't think they will because they said they don't plan on doing like an MMO kind of deal. Like, that wasn't their drive for this game, but I would love to see... Like, I think we talked about it before, like, domains or, like, um, like deep dungeon dives where you get, like, four people and you just go in and you'd be, like, oh, please. like, little mini raids and stuff. Oh, that'd be awesome. Dude, that would be so great. All right. We have our Patreon shout-out. We have Muffy, Nyanko, Flame, DJ, Aegis, Soupy, Ran, Penguin, Raichia, Insomnia, Sam, and Alan, thank you guys so much for supporting the show. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, every little bit helps, and um, and it, it's great that you guys still choose to support the show. It's it's still awesome to me that you guys find so much value in the show, um, so much that you'd want to support it monetarily. It's honestly it's so great. Yeah, every, every like you said, every little bit helps. Um, that's it, Rand. Where can our listeners find you? I mean, you'll find me on Twitter and on Twitch at that Rand Man. Um, as I said, basically, all I ever tweet or, tweet or talk about are video game things, you know, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Genshin, of course, Nikkei, um, maybe some random anime crap. Um, <laughs> super casual, but yeah, feel free to add me on there if you want. Uh, if you follow, I tend to follow back. Sweet deal. When we come back, we're probably going to go over how our pulls went. Badly. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about the Hangout, possibly. I don't really know. It really depends on, like, I know you and Pharaoh tend to save the Hangouts for, like, lulls and stuff like that. Um, I mean, we are kind of in a lull, so I might true. go into Kaya's because his sounds like it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, but I've still got um, Kaveh's and Faruzans. I think one other. I think Layla's. Yeah, Layla. Layla's, Far- yeah. No, no, I did, Far- did Faruzans. I got to do Layla and Kaveh's. Gotcha. Yeah, because Farazan's made me feel kind of bad for. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to talk about, but I'm sure something will either come up. Um, and then I think, so what What these updates are like 20 days long, right? Yeah, th- this one ends on like August 16th. So we still got like two and a half or three weeks, something like that. So yeah, I wouldn't expect a live stream program until probably like wednesday the 9th maybe the friday the 11th yeah the ne- next week's episode will probably be another short one because i don't think we're gonna have anything major come out yeah so yeah we'll have to find something to talk about yep but we'll, we'll figure it out other than that this has been another episode of the resonance and we will talk to you guys next week at astra abyssos at astra abyssos mm-hmm.